and welcome back to the Ox Unplugged, where we hope you save room for seconds. I'm Chris Beepcrap, and we're talking food again. Hope your I'm cholesterol Mr. score is doing all right. And I'm Mr. Jaywit. And I am Helion. Yeah, food chat. Um, that I don't. Do we have anything more specific than just food in general? Well, we do like food. We, yes. Yes. But maybe instead of just talking about all the foods we like, had we, I don't know that we ever real, really went that depth into depth into actual cooking. Like, the, like, how do we like to cook? What do we like to prepare? Okay. So we're actually trying to give culinary advice. I don't know. Cause Haleon and I have hilariously different cooking methods and it's very funny to me. Well, Haleon's the one that gave us chicken bowl. And I don't want to think <laughs> about that. No, the difference is that um, I am extremely laissez-faire for any sort of cooking stuff. I just wing it 90% of the time. I can relate. Yeah, and Halion has a strict regimen for exactly the best way to put glaze onto his chicken or whatever. That's not entirely true. No, no. Okay. When I grill, <laughs> when I grill, there is a strict, re- there is a, there is a, a, uh, <laughs> there is an order and a way and a method that you do things. There is a ritual to it, so to speak. But when I cook, cooking, no, I agree, I'm with you. I, I just today, I just said, I've got some pork chops. What am I going to do with them? So I just threw a bunch of stuff in the crock pot, threw the pork, uh, uh, Cooked the pork chops in a, fried them in a pan, and then threw them in there for a few hours, and, and eh, it turned out okay. Have no idea what you'd call it. Okay. Now, the met, the extent of what we go into, the depth of it, that's very different. Because when you shared pictures of your spice racks, yes, yeah, plural, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sauces, and I shared mine, which was maybe <laughs> what. A tenth, maybe. At yeah, most. We're also miss- missing all of the sauces in the fridge. Those are right. just the ones that I'm allowed to keep outside. Yeah. So I'm a simple man. I don't have a wide range of spices. I have, you know, a, a certain range of stuff I do. If I'm making something very specific or something following a recipe that calls for something that I don't have, I'll go get it. But for the most part, if I'm cooking, I just keep in a range of the things that I know. See, I do the same thing, but I guess I just uh, cook other I mean, things than American stuff, I guess. It does help to stick to what you know. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to learn shit. Always be learning, right? Right. So, yeah, so I've got, you go. You can go to an Indian grocery store and pick up a lot of whole spices. You can go to the Middle Eastern store and get some delicious bread. Right like, on. Yeah. Or uh Chinese, you get amazing sauces. Uh, Japanese stuff, you can get some really high quality. You get some good sauces. Yeah. So, and that's just all it is. All you got to look out for. That might have something to do with the difference in how we approach things. Growing up where I grew up, we didn't have a whole lot of international, you know, markets that you could go to. We didn't have a, a big, wide range of options. So, you know, everyone pretty much cooked the same way. And so that's kind of what I was brought up on, you know, good old country soul food cooking. That's the only thing that I was essentially exposed to for the most part. I mean, I was probably, I might've been in high school maybe before, uh, 
I ever had, no, no, I would, I would have been middle school, but before I ever had like Japanese food, because it just wasn't something we were exposed to growing up where I did. I think the difference is because I did, I also have the same thing where my family, uh, their spice cabinet looked like your spice cabinet. Uh, but the difference is I go on the internet so much and I can just, if I want to learn a Korean dish, I can just look it up. There's a lady uh, on YouTube who just makes wonderful Korean stuff all the time. And she's just super nice. And I can just, just learn. There's not much. Yeah. And I think that has something to do with it is some people are scared of cooking. Some people just do aren't comfortable in the kitchen, you know, and then there are some people that, that sounds like yourself who are adventurous. They want to try new things. They want to go out experience. They want to learn new ways to make something, you know, and although oh, and I fuck I, up all the time. Yeah. I Don't, mean, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a I great excuse, cooking, Yeah, but I'm just, I, I love cooking and I love trying new things, but, but when it comes to cooking something different, I don't go looking for it. Like if I'm watching, like there's a particular YouTube guy that I, I watch a lot who primarily focuses on steak and grilling. And every once in a while, he'll do something cool, especially with like a side dish. And so I'll be like, oh, that looks neat. So I'll, tr I'll learn, try that. Uh, but I, I just don't go out looking to how to make new things. That's just not in my nature. I like what I like. I, gen I, generally, same, I, I generally have like the same five things Oh God, no! I honestly, sometimes you just you just get a mood that strikes you and you improvise. On I I found that's the most uh, interesting way of finding new recipes. Case in point, I'm going to talk about my sausage at prize. <laughs> um, Not legal in most states, by the way. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so the one day we were gonna make dinner and all i had was a bunch of chipotle sausages and i didn't know what to do with them but suddenly i had an idea of what if i made some sort of gumbo mix to go with these and one thing led to another and i came up with this recipe which i will now share with you guys um basically you want uh chipotle sausages you want uh two packs of spanish rice uh onions peppers beans rice and cheese and you just mix it all together in a big pot and the piece de resistance is you put crumbles on top of doritos spicy chili and mm. it is a very delicious cheap food i mean sausage on top of delicious stuff that like sausage on top of bland stuff that's just like all mexican food I mean, wow. <laughs> just like a lot of American food. Basically, all American food is just uh, stuff in a stew. Or bread. Yeah, or bread. Or deep, or where I'm from, oh, deep yeah. fried. We also have a lot of deep fried stuff. Uh, one of the the big things from uh, Korea right now that, that I'm noticing a lot in like the high-end fancy places are uh, the Korean... Um, Korean fried chicken is the current big one that people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. fried chicken. Yeah, which is incredibly good. Mm -hmm. um, I, Haley, I'm sorry. I think I prefer it over American fried chicken. It's okay. 
It's all right. You, you're entitled to an opinion. Look, <laughs> you're entitled to be wrong. wrong. <laughs> I will say it right. I, I've said it before. I might have said it in Foodcast 1. I am from the South. We yeah. eat a lot of collard greens growing up. My grandmother fixed collards with pretty much every meal. The best collards I have ever had in my life came from a little hole-in-the-wall Ethiopian joint here in town. Amazing. Mm. Fantastic. You guys also you... made chicken mole, so I'm suspect to your opinions. Listen, hmm? you must become one with the mole. <laughs> Look, but I'm telling you, if you've never had Ethiopian, find it. It is fantastic. They are really fucking good. Like, Try it. It's... You have to accept the fact that you're going to be eating it weird for an American. Have you guys like had like Mol like Mongolian slash Himalayan barbecue? Because I've had a, a bit of that and it's pretty good. There's a chain that I've gone to Mongolian barbecue and wasn't impressed, but also it's a chain restaurant, so that's I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, I I don't have, I can't talk on good authority basically you're you're definitely better off going to a local place versus a chain restaurant and i'm not even talking about um quality wise i'm also i'm I'm talking about like cost wise for example um i was talking about this in chat the other day about how if you wanted to get a fulfilling meal at taco bell or mcdonald's it would be an outrageous cost of what it used to be at not necessarily um I, I maybe so not necessarily, I, but it, it depends on what you're getting. Like there okay. There was at some point um economist was sitting around going, what is the absolute cheapest food for like fundamental like price versus uh food? And people were like, Okay, so what is the absolute cheese cheapest? It was like a bur sorry, uh McDonald's cheeseburger for one dollar. You get the bread, you get protein, you get a little bit of cheap, like a, a little bit of fat. That is the cheapest per food item around. Well, what I'm trying to say is that there, well, in, in my own personal example, there's a local uh, Mexican place. It's, it's run by one guy who does an amazing job of it, considering it's just him himself. But you can get a fulfilling burrito for about 10 bucks that blows anything that Taco Bell quantity-wise can make out of the water. It will fill you up and feel good. It might oh, burn yeah. on the way out, but that's a whole other conversation. Well, see, I think that speaks to the to the to what I consider to be a fairly uh, consistent that as opposed to like big chains that have to homogenize things and it's all about, you know, how they can get supplies and how they can keep cost efficiency down, how can and how consistently can we make the same exact thing everywhere? Oh. Those small mom and pop hole in the wall, like greasy spoon places that you don't really feel super comfortable on the outside if you've never been to before are some of the best eating anywhere. Yeah. Like I remember growing up as a kid, there was a place uh, not far from my dad's work that, again, little hole in the wall in a shopping center, a little rundown shopping center that was built in like the 50s. I think it only had like one open sh a shoe store in there and everything else was closed. It was called the Gateway Cafe. It's always but, the holes in the wall, man. That's always the best places. Yeah, you could go in there at lunchtime, and like the counters and the and everything were built just like hand built out of two by fours and plywood. Like it was just 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 real low low mm -hmm. you know low effort put into it. You just pull up a stool, and for five bucks, you got a meat, 
two vegetables and a piece, a big chunk of cornbread or a biscuit, and then uh, as much sweet tea as you could drink. And it was amazing. Sounds pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, the best sushi, because I'm not a sushi person. I just, I'm sorry, Diggs. It's just sort of not my thing. Oh, it's all right. You, you yeah, can be walk out of this chat. <laughs> I, I am allergic to salmon. No. Really? Yes. Huh. Uh, yeah. No, it's so that I'm is like, unfortunate. It is. Uh, and so a lot of sushi I can't eat. So it's yeah. not super great for me most of the time. Damn. See, I but, feel the same way about people who can't eat shellfish because I'm just oh, like, oh, yeah. I feel so bad for you because there's so much it's, good seafood out there. It's not your oh, fault. God. And also, that sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. It does suck. Yeah. So to, um, so I don't go to a lot of sushi places. Like When I do, you can I can occasionally find like some stuff to eat. There's a mall uh, near where I live that has the best sushi I've ever had, like hands down. Hmm. Mall, there's a mall sushi place. And it sounds like a joke to be like, that's the best, but it a hundred percent is. It is so delicious. Hmm. Interesting. It, it's I think it's run by either one or two people. And uh as we went up to them and you're going, you're ordering, the guy takes one order at a time and will tell the the person in line, no, 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 wait for a minute. And then you have to and he just makes a beautiful little thing. Interesting. Interesting, yes. Now, al yeah. allow me to insert, because I love sushi myself, allow me to insert a small PSA to any, any of our tens of listeners that are hearing this. Um, never, ever, ever, under any circumstance, eat gas station sushi. Why would you do that? <laughs> do Why not. would you do that to start? Just, just do not. Eat, don't even you... be tempted. No matter how much they farted it down, no matter how cheap it is, Never eat the gas station sushi. Gas station now, sushi is a death sentence. Why would you even say anything about that? What grocery store has sushi? Oh, sorry, what what place has sushi? I, there's there's a few around here that have. There I've are seen it. okay. Yep. Uh. Look, you're you're down south. God knows what sort of prions are in the water with that seafood. That's all I'm saying. Hey, we've got get you can get you can get corn dogs. Uh, you can get the uh, taquito. What are those things that have like the chicken? You know what I'm talking about? It's got like a chicken or beef inside of it. Um, and you can get salads. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a no. full-on grocery store. Oh, that's what I want in a gas station is the salad. I'm sure it's not going to be the consistency of tissue paper. <laughs> yeah, no. If, if it's not, if it doesn't come on a roller or uh, at, a, at a gas station, don't eat it. And even then, at your own risk. Yeah. Uh, Myers, which is the... Uh, grocery store that's actually the best one around um they have a sushi station where it's just somebody showing up that day and just making sushi and yeah we got that too yeah. oh you do we okay got, yeah uh, a couple, couple, couple of different grocery store chains around here like uh, kroger and Publix. Um, okay have you know people that come in have a little station where they'll make fresh sushi every day yeah you need to make sure that it's fresh Otherwise, would you're hope. going to die. That's how you get tapeworms, man. And it's not terrible. It's not the best. It's not no, like restaurant it's quality, but it's not yeah. bad. And mm -hmm. it's reasonably priced. If that's what you need. Like, there's, I'm not throwing any shade for that one. Like, yeah. If that's yeah. your exposure to sushi and that's what you're, the level that you can deal with, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so there is another type of Korean food that I think is going to be the new hot thing. 
Have you guys heard of Korean corn dogs? No. No, I have not. Oh, okay. Please enlighten me. Um, so it's primarily just a fast food thing. Like, uh, but so it's uh so corn is surrounding either um like sometimes a hot dog, sometimes not. But there's also basically always um mozzarella in there. Hmm. Yeah, so here's um a picture of some. So uh one of my like personal theories is that um whenever I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got like little bits of like stuff along the outside and they put a cover it in sauces. But my theory is that anytime a culture learns about like street food basically, they want to make it fancy. Like Americans take sushi and we have made it fancy. Koreans have taken American hot dogs and are making it fancy. Okay. So, and uh, so that's, this is the, what I'm going to be, one of the new things. That's what I'm thinking. The same way that um, uh, boba teas are currently the new, ho- the hotness at the moment, right? So what, let and me ask, so, what, what are boba teas? Because I see those and I'm like, is that just like Cocoa Puffs in a milkshake? Um. Okay. So they are, Okay. Uh, do you want the scientific or like the eating experience of it? Give me the short version. Okay, yeah. So you get a big old straw and you start in, uh, depending on the flavor and the tea. It's not, they're basically sugary drinks. Uh, so they taste good. They've got like fruit and uh, different teas and stuff. And then the bobas are tiny little like jelly uh, feeling things. Sometimes uh, you can buy them where they're tapioca. And sometimes you can buy them where there's like a, a liquid inside. So you bite down on it and it bursts and you get a new flavor in addition to the drink. Huh. So, or they it, could, so it's could like having a, a, a sweet drink with candy in it. Yes. Okay, I guess. I don't like stuff floating in my drink. I don't even like ice in my drink. Uh, it's better when you're going through the straw because then you just sort of don't balk at it because it's just, you're drinking and then you get some uh some Certainly there's a happy surprise in your mouth. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm I don't trust that. They're, they're delicious. Okay. Um to to, may- to the, anyone out there enjoying their boba teas, have at thee. Yeah. If you are enjoying your boba tea, I just just encourage you to find a different hobby. You can make <laughs> boba teas at home. Uh we've got some uh mango powder it, stuff. Is make- boba tea the hipster of tea? Like <laughs> uh wait well okay what do you it's the new hotness what well, else do you need boba, <laughs> boba tea is the hip-hop alternate uh identity of boba fett it's the wu-tang clan of teas <laughs> when boba fett dropped his his hip-hop album he went by boba tea <laughs> jesus <laughs> i hate you said this <laughs> Uh, so you said when yeah. the, the as Americans would like to take street food and make it fancy. Yes. So is that what happened to the to the traditional youth, or in your opinion, the traditional like Mexican street taco? Absolutely. Right. We, Same we, thing we, with burritos, where it's like, no, these are just like tiny little things that you just grab and go, no questions asked. Um, instead, but we turn like, them into like giant like, uh, you know, pipe yeah things that like you know. You have to hold with two hands to try to get I, your mouth around. I recently uh, watched a lady eat a um, a sushi burrito. Look, 
<laughs> it's not a burrito if you have if you don't have to unhinge your jaw. I'm just gonna put it out there. You needed to for that sushi. That thing was like there, two inches across on diameter. There, was... there is a um, there is a burrito place around here where they have a secret menu that you can order two sizes of burrito bigger than the normal. Uh, one is the destroyer, and the other one is the toddler. Mm-hmm. The toddler I'm call... guessing is because it's the size of a toddler. It's pretty damn big. Hmm. See, it's interesting that you bring this up. Because this gets me into a subtopic off of food that I, I find fascinating. And that is the world of competitive eaters. Oh, oh no. God. Yes. Now, I'm okay. not talking about, I'm not, for me, it's not necessarily about like Joey Chestnut where he can eat like 60 hot dogs in like five minutes. That's, that's not the stuff that I'm as interested in. But it's the competitive the eaters. Like the people that contest? Can, well, see, that's that's the boring stuff. I'm talking about, and and you know, I'm talking about some guy people, um, just to throw out a couple of names like Beard Beard Meets Food, um, uh, uh, Randy Santel, uh, his his Demon. his girlfriend, uh, Katina eats kilos. These people that can sit down and in one sitting, in like an hour, sometimes less, consume massive amounts of food, just rapidly, like somehow pack it into their body, like, like they have to be displacing organs. I find that fascinating. I don't know why, but I do. Those... That asshole probably explodes like it's scanners. The, what's the most interesting part, think about it, is... They, most... they, that creeps me out. I'm not going to I don't like when people just be like, oh, let me just pound as much as i can mm-hmm. but there is there is, has to be yeah. something about unique physiology about them because the vast majority of these eaters are incredibly thin right this very fit individuals one in particular as uh i think her name is molly schuster or schuster is this very very thin uh woman and i've watched her sit down and in like 10 to 15 minutes eat two 72 ounce steaks Oh God, that's Ooh. just oh my chest hurts thinking of that. Yeah. Like just two-handed, just just not no knife, no fork, just ar like an animal. Yeah. I don't know why, but I find that stuff fascinating. No, no, thank you. That that that's too much for me. My my pants feel heavier just thinking about that. I do wonder about that though. You know, what happens, you know. What's the aftermath of sitting down and eating a, a six-pound steak? You know that scene in Ace Ventura when nature calls when he's crawling out of the rhino? It's that. <laughs> that mixed with the scene in, uh, if you've ever seen Bridesmaids, when they all got uh, food poisoning. Oh, yeah, it's the poo sneeze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we took in a left-hand turn. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I was about to go into detail, but all right. <laughs> Let's I, not. I am okay. That's uh, fair. So, uh, am I good to go up on my uh, my soapbox yet for why sausage is the best food ever? Is the is the yeah? I'm sticking with that. Sausage is. The I best. mean, I'm not about to dis disagree with you, but I'm curious to see your reasoning yeah. for best now, foods because that's quite the claim. Yeah. Oh, I love sausage as much as the next guy, but <laughs> somebody clipped that before you get started. Fuck okay. Off. Now. <laughs> I like sausage. Mm-hmm. I like Polish sausage, kibasa, Italian sausage. 
Um, I had a really nice like uh, chicken and apple type sausage recently that was very good. Not um, not even talking about gravy. No sausage gravy. No, I like um, uh, oh a good brat. Yeah, give me a, like a, a real nice brat with some spicy mustard and some uh, onions and stuff. But the one sausage that I cannot abide, never have, never will, and it's it has made me the shame of my family. Oh, I cannot eat breakfast sausage. Oh no! Wow! Okay. No, no. It, 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 as a I, kid, I, I'm looking down on you right now. I'm sorry, but that's fine. I understand. But as I mean, you know, growing up as a kid, I just could not do it. It tasted to me as soon as it hit my lips, it tasted like a pig's dick. Mm. So I, I did. Um, I do have someone who is on your side. Uh, my fiance is allergic to fennel, so she, she too we, thinks it tastes like a pig's dick. <laughs> No, she just gets nauseous and can't do anything for like three hours. Ugh. Uh, but okay, so my soapbox for um, sausage is is yes, it's very delicious. But I'm talking about an ethical argument because sausage is taking every single like leftover scrap, everything that you can get out of that animal, and then you jam it full of fat and uh, spices. And you just make a perfect little food item. And then, so there are different types of sausages. You can, there's, every single culture has created them. And they're also the flavor base for so many different recipes. Even earlier this episode, Crispy, you were talking about how you made a meal out of chipotle sausages. As like yes. the base flavor. They are amazing in soups. You can I do love straight. a good Chipotle. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's as much, it encapsulates as much stuff as you want. It's, I'm sticking with, I think it is the best food item because it's, if you're going to kill an animal, you use every bit of it, both mm -hmm. industrial and like ethically. A very Native American of you. I was thinking <laughs> the same. Uh, yeah. Or now here's a question. Um, Wait, before you say that, I, I, you, just that saying that thought reminded me one time in elementary school, I asked my teacher because I was curious what they did with the eyeballs of whatever animal they hunted as they, oh, you eat them. And apparently they were like the special gift for like mm -hmm. someone having a birthday or something. That's what I was told. Yeah. Um, in China, which, it is. So my dad went to China like a couple decades ago uh, for yeah. business stuff. And he was talking about how uh, they would let him eat the eyeball of the fish. Jesus. Um, as the guest of honor. Welcome to oh, our party. Mean. Have some eyeball. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like finding the little baby in the cake. Mardi Gras. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so eating eyeballs aside, if, if sausage, you know, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you that it is, you know, as far as a term, uh, a food stuff that is using the most and being most efficient with as far yep. as using everything that you can. But can we also uh, uh, say that although that might be the case, it is certainly not the healthiest of food. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I would not even begin to suggest that. Uh, there are like some chicken sausage. I don't know if gator sausage is particularly healthy. I don't know mm. how much fat's in there. Ooh, well, yeah, gator even... sausage, you say? Yeah. All right. Uh, alligator tails. Uh, wow. There's a lot of meat on them. Yes, there is. Uh, Haley, I probably could talk more about. I've never eaten it, but I know it's a thing. 
I've I've never had gator personally. Oh, always like, really? want to try something well, like gator. Well, I li- there's no gators around. Well, there was one in a pond not far from here, but there's I, I live far <laughs> it's enough. Not, it's not yeah. a not hard swamp anymore. Yeah, there's no swamps around. Not re- well, not gator sustaining swamps anyway. Okay. Yeah, well, that, that's that's going to be about three to five hours south. I, yeah, I a know a place where you could probably shoot a gator for some stew, but I don't want to incriminate anybody. Yeah, who knows what's going to be in that stew? Um, let me let me ask you about Y'all one. Like peyote, right? <laughs> okay, you, since you are the you are the the proponent of sausage, you are the yes. sausage ambassador. You're saying yep, you're, you're the proponent of sausage it, is my favorite title you can give somebody. It, Every co- uh, culture makes sausage. Yes, you, you're out here lobbying for the sausage. Absolutely. Well, what you're saying is the sausage is the bow and arrow of, of food. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, fuck yeah, it is. I would say it's more the spear. Every single... Um, I would argue that the bow and arrow is more versatile because you can like... Then sausage? No. no. No, 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 no. Sausage is the most versatile food. That is my... The most... Ver- it's a food, it's an ingredient, it's flavoring, it's it's um, everything that you could ever want is sausage. So there's one sausage that I've never had um, that I have I am morbidly fascinated with that I really want to try. Emu. And unfortunately, I think, it's, I think it's illegal here. Um, at least the true version of it. Blood sausage. It's not illegal. Why would it be um, illegal? Why are you like harvesting orphans to like, put like in the actual, sausage? Like, like blood pudding type blood sausage. I like, I guess if they don't want blood-borne diseases to spread via sausage, but I don't think that's necessarily a legitimate concern. No, I don't think it's illegal. I don't see... It's just, we don't... I haven't been able to find anywhere... No, yeah, it's just not popular. People just don't like it. Yeah. But I'm interested in, I really would be interested in trying Because anytime I see someone do one of these like full English breakfast challenges, there's always like heaping, you know, things of this blood pudding on it that I find yeah. really, which if you've never seen it and you're not familiar, imagine like a, about a hockey puck sized piece of sausage, like same thickness, same size, sometimes a little bit bigger. It's but, in, but instead of regular sausage, you know, brownish color, it is just like black with like little like white bits in it because it's literally made with blood. Do you want to know what it's like to be Hannibal Lecter than have some blood sausage today? Well, it's not human blood, I assume. No, it's pig blood. That you know of. Yeah, I, I apologize if you're hearing some uh, sounds. I have neighbors running up the sh- and down the street uh, outside my home in their four-wheelers. Ah, uh, yes, the Redneck Odyssey. Yeah. One of them's but. a meatball, one of them's a thing of fries, and one's a milkshake. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it. I'm not seeing anything that would suggest that it's illegal, uh, other than Americans have a a disdain towards eating blood. We don't like it. My wife used to have a cousin American who um, was Scottish. He he met his wife online and moved to America and got married. Um, and he talked about how he couldn't get real blood pudding here in America and he couldn't get real haggis either. Like his parents would have to like smuggle it in from Scotland. Haggis makes sense. Haggis is a specifically regional thing. Haggis is cursed. I'd try haggis. 
I like my uh, gut stuff together. I'd try um the so she's scotch. Stomach stuff with wheat and barley. I'd try a scotch egg. That's not, those look delicious. I'd try that too. Yeah. It's covered in sausage. Yeah. I just I can try. I, I'm willing <laughs> to I'm an adventurous enough eater. I'm willing to pretty much try anything. Doesn't mean I'm necessarily gonna eat it a lot, but I'll try it for the most part. Um with certain qualifiers. Um I'm not eating the uh the maggot cheese we discussed on the first uh pod. That sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a it's particularly no. rough. No bueno, that's a hard stop. Uh that one is illegal, by the way. Good. Yes. Yeah. As it should be. That's very, cursed. Very much. Uh, are you done with your uh with sausage talk? Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to just talk about sausages. Like <laughs> somebody uh, clip that. <laughs> <laughs> all day every day uh, uh like lamb so, chow is a delicious chop sausage uh it's a little bit sweet which is interesting for a sausage but it's still very good what um getting back to where we kind of originally when we got into like sushi and stuff we started to go down the uh um the seafood thing now i have found that people are very pretty much fall very much on one side or the other. They either absolutely do not eat seafood or they love seafood. I don't live next to the sea. I don't have a good enough set of, ex like, I don't live anywhere where I can say, oh yeah, seafood is delicious. It's probably lead in all your seafood, so. No, it's just, it has to be frozen. Well, Great Lakes food, I should say. Okay, so that, that, That's yeah. kind of seafood if it comes from the Great Lakes. No, it is not. It is freshwater. It's not your fresh water, yeah. <laughs> but you still you still get fish and stuff you can eat there. Yeah, um, and I was talking to a lady uh, who lived in Singapore, and she's like, "Oh, I would never eat freshwater fish. They all taste like mud. I only eat uh, seafood fish, like fish from like saltwater." Fish. So the saltwater that's, adds some seasoning. That's kind yeah. of fair. And I was like, "That is, yeah, you have a stronger opinion on this. I respect that." Yeah. Now, and I went, yeah, I don't need to eat carp. I'm good. I yeah. I love seafood. And granted, being about five to six hours from the nearest. Uh, from the sea. From the sea, from where I live. You know, you can occasionally still get it. Um, but I, I generally only eat it if it's, you know, if I'm at the If beach. you're in a port. Yeah, going, like, going somewhere fresh, you know. My wife and I, I went a few years back to uh, Providence, Rhode Island. And we then went down to, I think it was Mystic, Connecticut. And there's this famous little just shack right there on the harbor that apparently had the best lobster rolls in Connecticut. Or, uh, yeah, that was Connecticut. And I got to say, I'm not a huge fan of lobster, but these were excellent. So yeah. good. You, to me, the best way of doing it is you need to go to people who live and breathe fish because they will make it the best because mm -hmm. they live and breathe it. That's just like HP Lovecraft shit. Well, also, you want to know who makes the best steak? Ranchers. Like, yeah, of course, the people who make the thing know it the best. That's I mean, yeah, in all seriousness, you do want yeah. to go to someone that's around that all day. Oh, yeah. Now, when I do go to the beach, though, my favorite thing to have, raw oysters. Fresh, raw oysters. Really? Yeah, just on the half shell. You just, you know, put a little dot of hot sauce on them, 
and then just tip them up and just slurp them right down. You just feel that little bit of sea salt right there on the on the tip of your tongue and your lips. Oh, so Aren't good. They, see, I, I'm more partial to crab. What was that, Jay? Aren't they like basically mucusy? No, they just slip right down. They're fine. Uh, I mean, I'll uh, even chew them sometimes. I don't that know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me, yeah, that. Give me my scallops. Oh, some good old broiled scallops with some butter. Oh. I don't but. mind eating shrimp now, at least. Yeah. Uh, There's all kinds of shrimp in Vietnam. Mm hmm. Uh, I didn't have a lot of good shrimp experiences growing up. Not like sick, but just not great. But now that I know how to make shrimp, I'm really happy to eat it now. Yeah, we had shrimp a lot when I was young. Uh, we would have people over and have shrimp. And because, you know, when you boil shrimp, it smells terrible. So there was a bunch of us little kids who were like, that smells terrible. We don't want it. And so our folks were like, oh, fine. We'll just give y'all fish sticks. And we were perfectly happy until the day they made the mistake of letting me have one, uh, some shrimp and butter. And then now they then they had to start buying twice as much shrimp. <laughs> yeah. And then How we it always goes. Shrimp. Yeah. Soon after that, we stopped having shrimp. It's like I, I wasn't like a huge I didn't like crab cakes at all. And then I tried one. I was like, my God. Oh, crab cake. So good. More like crack cake. Am I right? Mm -hmm. uh, there is one thing from um, the East Asian culture that I'm slowly coming around to. Uh, it's fish balls. Fish balls, you say? Yes. Fish or balls. as some people might call them trout testicles. But go on. They're, um, they're just uh, basically fish. Imagine fish sticks in a ball. And then you just okay. throw them in soups and stuff. It's right a conglomerated of fish, and they're slightly flavored, and they're just really nice. Are they fried, or are they just... No, flash frozen. Okay. Flash... Yeah. Uh, you can fry them if you'd like. Most of the time, you put them in soups. Hmm. Uh, they're really good in hot pots. They're... Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're made out of, but you can find fish balls, lobster balls, shrimp balls. Yeah. Just tiny little uh packaged balls of um seafood yeah if somebody offers you uh insert uh meat balls it's probably best not to ask yeah yeah mystery meat is not something you want the answers to i'll be honest though they're still delicious mm. so i'm still I'm not saying them. it's not delicious <laughs> like did i tell you guys about the the one semester in college where some of my friends were working at a place behind a chip packing plant and they used to raid the dumpster that would throw out chips that were crushed just enough where they weren't, weren't considered appropriate for selling on shelves. Oh. And that's the semester I got addicted to pork rinds. <laughs> oh, that's you and I have had that conversation. You and I are on the same page with pork I'm rinds. I'm pretty sure we, yeah, like pork Those rinds are, are just like, it's like crack cocaine. It's just like, yeah, you can't Don't give me that look. a couple of them. They're, no. they're just too salty. <laughs> My fiance stuck her head in the door, judging me for saying I like pork rinds. Oh. You're, you're. I am happy you found something you enjoy. They're too salty for me. I can't. Well, I can't have That's... them anymore. You know, I'm an old man. I have pre-hypertension. Mm. But now you mentioned you gotta save some for that one day where you're just like <laughs> fuck everything. Eighty-year-olds on a hospital bed, laying in my deathbed, and we're like, bring me the. <laughs> But pork rinds. 
some nurse. It's like in a safe that somebody has to authenticate with someone else. You open your mouth and the nurse uh, droppers in liquid pork rinds. No, that's the purpose. You have to get the crunch. It's like a capsule of pork rind. It's just like... I need I need 16 ounces of pork rind stat. Oh my god. I I'll give you pork rinds. It'll be like um what was it Plato that had to take the hemlock? Yeah. <laughs> or Socrates, one of them. All right. So you brought up like the cursed stuff that you know like digging stuff out of the uh, the dumpster and stuff. I have a question. And Jay, you you said you sometimes you screw up at dinner. What is the worst meal you've ever cooked or made? Like the worst food you've ever eaten or this, or this, you know. Oh, God. Um, as in I'll, flavor I'll start out. Or, in, or in terms of like you fucked up cooking? Flavor. Now, I'll, okay. I'll start out and I'll tell you this is, this is my, my, per, my personal worst culinary experience. All right. So I'm a young man, freshly married. I'm like. My wife and I are both like 22, right? I'm making minimum wage in retail. And she is between jobs. We are broke. We have like $5 to last us. We have to buy like a week's worth of food, right? And so we go to the store and she finds this like two pound log of ground turkey. Oof. Right. Mm. And so she buys and it's mar- and it's marked down because it's going out of date um, in a couple of days. So she buys that and she buys hamburger, uh, two boxes of hamburger helper. Uh Oh, and she ground, she, we, we brown up that ground Turkey and the two boxes of hamburger helper mix it up in a giant bowl. And this is all the food that and Kool-Aid is all the food we have to last us a week. And so I had to eat on it and it was the most bland, like, like, it's like eating like wet, vaguely food uh, shaped, you know, sawdust and shapes Mm. and things. And it was awful, but I, but we, but I didn't have any choice. It was the only, it was that or go hungry. It was the only food we had and it was terrible. And I haven't eaten ground turkey since. Would you eat a turkey sausage? Yes, but that's because it's going to have flavor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like we yeah. couldn't afford to add anything to it. That's how broke okay. we were. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious. I, I just wanted to uh, show sausage supremacy. Oh, Jesus. Opa <laughs> <laughs> sausage, y'all. Yeah. Who loves sausage? Isolate that audio. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you screwed up, or, or what has been like one of your worst experiences eating? Um, oh, God. I'm trying to remember. So, I don't know if you've ever tried fermented black beans. I can't say that I have that I know of. Uh, yeah, it is a um, it is a Chinese base flavor, and it is awful. Anytime I have used it, everyone's not wanted to eat it. Um, I was making a, I've made it with um, with mapu tofu, um. And also with, I believe it's like, I think it's uh, strange soup, like, like the strange prof, uh, flavor profile. Mm. Yeah, and it's I unfortunately I don't have um, 
uh, like a very fun and interesting description of it going bad because we just ate it, looked at each other, and decided we're going to get fast food. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, it's not very fun or anything. It's just, That's okay. it sucked. We Curious. didn't like it. Um, Man, that's for me. Fuck. I don't know about a dish that I personally screwed up, but I just remember the chili incident where we decided to make some turkey chili. And mm. it was fine enough when we ate it. Like, it was just, you know, it was chili. But, I don't know, something about that, uh, somebody about that, um, it, it was, uh, there's more coming out than it was going in, to put it mildly. So, so somehow it had exponentially multiplied inside your body? Let me put it this way. You know those fireworks where you like, it's like a bunch of little fire snap, like snappers, like tied together and you light it and it's all like supposed to go off at once. Yeah. It was like that, but you're my digestive system. <laughs> I, okay. I do actually have a story like that though. Oh, do you, please. N- not like my butthole flew open. <laughs> um, but... I wasn't going to say it. You said it. <laughs> Um, let's isolate that audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Burger King had a uh, one dollar for ten chicken nuggets deal. Of course, it's Burger King. <laughs> yes, flavorless, bland chicken nuggets. Um, my fiance and I w- abused the absolute shit out of that stuff. Um, right on, because it was a well. Let's just buy a hundred and fifty chicken nuggets get some pops and that and that's it for the for the the night at least Tw- hand them twenty dollars and get way too many nugs okay for, for the record everyone pops i believe means a carbonated soft drink yes that's yep i'm from michigan i don't care i'm still calling it that no, i'm not i'm not <laughs> yeah. criticizing you call hey, everyone's allowed to have an opinion even if it's yeah. wrong it's fine I mean, <laughs> you, know, you, you call them pops my wife where she's from they call them sodas and where I'm from, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Every carbonated beverage, whatever the brand, is a Coke. So, yeah, I, I, it's still weird to me to have a Coke-flavored Coke. So, continue. Yeah, but no, we we would just eat them with every single different flavor that we found. Um, because it was incredibly easy. And uh, I believe, because we've also done it where we're like, I'm going to buy 200 nugs. Here's $20. We're going to have a party of a nug party. Yeah. $200. Like, sorry, not 200 nugs for 20 bucks. Jesus. Um, then you just get like three full bags of, um, of nugs and a bag of sauce. And then you just go over and eat some nugs with different sauces. That, that just is a lot. Yeah, you said two hundred. How many people was that between two hundred? That's what I want to uh, know. There was like five people, so like okay, that's that's reasonable. <laughs> I I, I yeah. was like it's like yeah, me me and my fiance decided to split two hundred nuggets apiece. I'm like, are you trying to die? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many it's... chickens do you think it takes to make two hundred nuggets? At least five. Um. Well, depending on what they're making, what part of the chicken they're using, that might be more than two hundred chickens. They yeah. boil the whole chicken. Can one condensed chicken nugget, would, please? Would you have a chicken mole nugget? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, oh, God. 
Well, do you have a, any particularly cursed or unusual things that you enjoy eating for like food or a snack that doesn't seem like it should work together or that most people would probably look side eye um, at? Well, according to my fiance, just eating a raw tortilla out of the pack <laughs> Wait, is, what? is cursed. What what flavor do you put on it? Yes. Oh god. Air I, just, I just eat it whole. Like I'm just like it's just like uh, don't give me that love. Uh, I see you judge me in the doorway. It's that's fine. That's I don't have a problem with that. Like you look, like you're some still, peanut butter or some shit. You're, you just want something to what? munch on to absorb what? things. Look, it's just like eating a piece of bread, and bread is delicious. No, no. You can eat bread by itself. It's fine. No. Now, no. for me personally, flavors, please. Jay, Jay, listen. Please, listen. please use flavors. Put sandwich spread on that shit. I don't care. Listen. It's America's listen, favorite. It's fine. Listen. It's not. Ancient Egyptians <laughs> used to just eat like a whole raw onion. Like, What do you I, mean sandwich spread isn't America's favorite? It says so on the label. Yeah, that, that's, there's lies, damn lies, and then there's advertising. It says so on the label. Sandwich no, America's spread, America's favorite. America's favorite, favorite is like that. America's favorite sandwich spread is Hellman's or a Blue Label or Duke's. No, it's sandwich. It's craft. How wait? Spread. Can I ask how Duke's is spelled? Just like it sounds. Duke's, mm -hmm. as in, yeah, as in like you know, the Duke the boys. All them Duke boys <laughs> getting in trouble, Dad. Not royalty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's where your brain went my uh my personal like if i'm just like kicking around the house and it's lunchtime and i don't want to make a big production i generally don't eat a big lunch uh, i'll save my calories for dinner but i want something just quick and simple but it's nutritious it's going to fill me up i'll just grab a little bake uh, grab a little potato zap it in the in the oven you know bake it real quick split it open spray just a little bit of butter on it and then i'll dump a can of t of uh tuna on top of it and eat it it seems weird uh... but it's Tasting yeah. and filling. Yeah. I, I don't like tuna. You're free to enjoy it, though. I'm not a big tuna guy, either. For yeah. Mr. Adventurous Eater, there's a lot of things I'm hearing that you don't like. I No, no, no. Hang on. I am not an adventurous eater. I just don't like a lot of things. But I am culinarily adventurous. Like, I will... If you want to, like, show me some random Indian recipes, fuck yeah, let's go for it. Okay. But if it involves something weird, nah, I'll pass. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Like, you you, yeah. you enjoy cooking, learning different ways to cook yeah. different stuff. Not necessarily you, that there's you yeah. do still have lines of stuff that you're not willing to eat. Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And, and as we've discussed, there's there's a lot of people that have lines with seafood. Yeah. yeah. There's I, there's no way I'm like depriving myself of like anything because I eat everything. Like I I try out a whole bunch of different stuff. Um. We were recently getting into um, seaweed snacks. Oh, uh, interesting. Like, yeah. like the little like dried ones? Yeah, dried seaweed snacks. Uh, yeah. Because each of these, they're like basically one calorie a piece. Yeah. Um, and they give the same like crunchy, salty flavor that you want out of a potato chip. Yeah, but for me, they just, interesting. they leave this weird aftertaste that I just, I can't get rid of. The seaweed oh. flavor? No, it's not really even that. It's just this, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I just, it's just not necessarily, it's not bad. It's just not my thing. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, 
Yeah. Can't I can't blame you for that now. Yeah. Uh, that's just been our thing at the moment. Uh, we did get some Thai snacks. I did not enjoy. Uh, too greasy and too thick. They weren't enticing. Oh, boo. <laughs> I'm going to give you about a 4.5 on that one. <laughs> I'll take it. A 10 it. or 5? Oof. A 10. Oh, okay. It's still a fa- it's very much a failing grade. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> is there anything in particular that you've always wanted to try but just haven't had a chance to? Um, Food-wise. I want to try a horse at some point. That is illegal in the Ooh, US. That would be interesting, interesting actually. Yeah. Interesting. I, so, I would try a horse. Um, Crispy, anything that you've never been had that you've always wanted to? Um, honestly, I've wanted to try catfish for like, one. I, I've, right. I've always wanted to, I'm curious as to what that's like, or like al- alligator as well. Like, I want to try the exotic meats. You well, know. if you should ever make your way down these parts, I can certainly hook you up with some catfish. I would be up for that. As a, as a kid, we would spend probably three quarters of the summer camping at a local uh, nearby lake. And so one of the things you would do at least two nights out of the week that we'd be there is we'd go out overnight and uh, moor up underneath one of the overpasses and we would just catch fish. We'd catch crappie and um, uh, brim, but in particular you throw down deep, get down in the deep part of the channel and you catch catfish right off the bottom. And then you come back and the next... Are you doing the weird noodling thing where you jam your fist into their mouth? Oh, no, that's gross. I can't know. Oh, okay. Uh, this is like actual like fishing off of okay. a boat. Okay. Yeah, but you, you get you, you bring all the fish back and then you clean them and then you have a bit and then the next day you have a big fish fry and you just fry up all the fish and you and everybody eats. Okay. And I mean, as a kid, you take, you know, you get a, you take your fish and you, of course, you cut the head off, then you split it down the bottom and you clean all the guts out and then you just bread out. Well, you, you, you descaled them first, of course. But then you bread it and you just fry it, uh, fins and all. And it's not unusual to eat the fins too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good catfish. Now, that being said, there is something to there being kind of a muddy flavor sometimes to actual like deep water, like freshwater lake catfish versus the kind that you catch, say, or that you not catch, the kind that you get that were farm raised essentially bred for for consumption um sometimes you can get that um but it's still good sounds like a good time the one uh we'll call it a southern uh seafood let's just call it shellfish that i uh, have never been able to get behind or enjoy is crawdads i I can't yeah they just every, every time i've had them it's too much work and it tastes it just tastes like mud i to me, I'm just sitting there constantly going, how the hell are you supposed to eat it? And you just rip it off and start sucking? No, no, thank you. I, I'd rather not. You basically are yeah. supposed to treat it kind of essentially like a like a shrimp. Um, you know, pull the legs, pull the legs off, pull the uh, the rest of it off. You eat the main body and you throw the rest away. But they've just I've never had any that taste that didn't taste just muddy. But that's me. Oh, there is one thing that I've also decided that if I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel just yet. Uh, one of the big things in China are intestine soups. Like they really Ew. love their intestine. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, and they're, and it's not like 
ground up or anything. It's just chopped into little circles. Mm, I yeah. like it. Yeah, that, that, that exact response is I'm having, but I'm like, but they really like it? So maybe, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Now that reminds me of, I said, you know, I've, I've wanted to try haggis, wanted to try uh, yeah. blood sausage, blood pudding, or black pudding, they call it. But the one thing that I, that growing up where I, ha- I have, but I've never had the opportunity to, but I hope so one day, is chitlins. What? What are that? Chitlins. You don't know what chitlins are? I do not. All right. If you go to Walmart. Oh, it's in Texas. Or, okay. or Kroger or someplace, somewhere in the frozen pork department is going to be a little bucket of chitlins. And it's literally just pig guts. And you take them out, you wash them, you boil them, and then you make like a stew out of them with certain other stuff. And apparently it smells horrific, but it's supposed mm. to be delicious. Never had a chance to have it, but I've I've always been curious and want to someday. Yeah, I I don't want to eat intestines. Thank you. I'm okay. Yeah, that sound hey, fun. if you're willing to eat sausage. Yes. No, no, no. If if the main flavor is intestines, not interested. If you're chopping it up and putting in sausage, I can live with that. I'm totally okay with that. Hey, all I I'm am saying... not so like I'm not sitting here being like, oh no, there's no way my breakfast sausage has intestines. I know it does, but like, that's not the point. <laughs> and that's and that's another key point on why sausage is the best, because you you're, can eat stuff that you don't want to eat, but you should be eating it, right? You're you're just totally. making that social bargain with your brain that is like, all right, I know yeah. I'm eating a bunch of pieces of meat that I never would eat individually, but since I can't see it and I and I don't. It doesn't have the same texture. Yeah, it's not a slimy texture. Eat yeah, I'm just willing to eat it and just put it out of my mind what I'm eating. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's fair. But I, but you but answer me this: Have you ever had a part of a of a pig yet that it wasn't delicious? Uh, that what? is true. But also, I've not eaten pig feet. I have not either. And I also don't want to eat um, uh, chicken feet. Sounds can, horrible. Chicken feet's I, weird. Pig feet's not bad. Okay. I know um, that like a hawk, like a pig hawk is a common thing, mm-hmm. but like I, I've used it and it was totally fine, but also it didn't have the hoof. So yeah. Uh, I'll tell you another little something that used to be on the, uh, in the breakfast aisle, you know, like with like uh, spam and canned sausage and stuff like that growing up as a kid is uh, pork brains. Oh yeah. Little Interesting. Pork brains, throw them in the skillet, fried up, mix it with your eggs. Uh, I was watching someone; they were talking about that, and they were saying, "Yeah, that is like pork brains." So, pork brains people are grossed out by, but bone marrow is the hotness at the moment, right? Oh, bone marrow! Yeah, and apparently, bone marrow and pork brain are pretty similar in texture and flavor. Hmm. I yeah I have no context for either of those but like yeah they were just complaining about that. I haven't had bone marrow. Now I know as a kid uh my grandmother fixed some pork brains with breakfast a few times. But so I haven't had bone marrow, but I've seen like one of the guys I follow on YouTube who does like the the grilling experiments and stuff. He uses bone marrow from time to time and he calls it the butter of the gods. Mm-hmm. So Wow. 
Like I've, so that's I've, on your that's on your list. How heavy is breathing? breathing. Yeah. That's what like, I want to I've 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 watched him take bone marrow, reduce like like cook it down to like liquefy it until he has enough to deep fry a ribeye in bone marrow. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's just that's a I lot don't know. of a lot. Hey man, you you, you gotta you gotta try some stuff to find out new things. Uh, that's a that's funny you telling me that. Considering like, that. <laughs> like I am much more of a picky eater, but I try more things. It's weird. I'm I'm an unpicky eater, but I just don't try to eat a lot of different things. I eat a lot of the consistently same things, but I'm willing to try lots of other stuff. Yeah. There's very few things I don't like. Uh until we start there's some for uh we tried a uh, pickled plum recently. That Ooh. sucked. We did not like that. That was sour and salty. Awful. It was not great. You ever had pickled egg? No, but apparently it's pretty good. Mm, it's pretty it is good. It's like a combination of an egg and a pickle. It's 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 interesting. It's good. You know what I have never had? It's pickled beets, because I'm not a big fan of beets. Mm, yeah. I've had pickled okra. Oh, there is one thing that I wish American Americans used more often. Uh pickled chilies. If you get a nice mm. fermented chili paste, it is the most amazing fucking thing in the world. Mm. Um, because you get a little bit, you get a lot of complexity and a little bit of heat. It is, gochujang is the Korean fermented chili paste that I just slap in everything. I put that on my beef stew earlier today. It is amazing. I fucking love it. Sounds good. Sounds pretty nice. Uh -huh. And we are going close to the hour. Do we have anything else, or is it? Try I, can food. I can literally talk about this forever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. it's food. Well, like, there's so many directions we can go. Yeah, we'll 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 eventually get around to doing Foodcast Three. Mm -hmm. The we'll, Foodcast we'll, never ends. Yes, we'll try to, and and when we do three, we'll try to bring in some some different voices with some different experiences and maybe from with some different uh, cultures. Cultures, yeah, yeah that yeah. would be interesting too. Because we're just three Americans sitting here talking about food. It's I, very different world. Uh, there are different opinions about cooking and food in general yeah. worldwide. So I do have. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do another thing real quick. Wow. One of my uh, one of I like going to um, uh, buying random books, um, especially at a. That doesn't sound like you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Definitely um, not. <laughs> uh, especially at garage sales, and the thing that is. On, like what you probably wouldn't imagine is I really like those like church um, community oh, yeah. cookbooks. Yes. They yes. are, yeah, they are yes. full of nonsense so much and I love them. Yeah. Like for anyone who's not familiar, especially growing up where I did, every little church, everywhere, every church in the community, at some point, all the little old ladies would get together and pull like all their favorite uh, recipes, like, you know, for casseroles and main dishes mm -hmm. and particularly desserts. And then the church would collate those into this very inexpensive little plastic in uh yeah um, this uh bound bound little cookbooks and then they would sell it to their members and other people in the community to raise money for the church. And so yeah. like you went into your when your house or grandma's house especially opened the cupboard and there was gonna be at least eight of these things in there. Oh yeah. And they're oh, yeah. all terrible. They are all yeah. pretty commonly bad meals, but it's very fun looking at them. I, read, uh, I saw like 
you occasionally get like little comments of like, oh, I really like this thing, or like that this is everyone's wants me to do it. There was one comment of like, oh, this is the only thing that I make that doesn't come out of a box. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And and They're, the thing is, almost nobody ever really uses those cookbooks. Oh, they just they just yeah. bought them out of they feeling just, of obligation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so people sell them really often. I'm like, yeah, please, I will take all of them, and I'll just like scan through them and be like, that's not how that works. Nice job. That's <laughs> because yes, like, there's no I, proofreading this. These are just people oh, volunteering yeah. their personal resume. Yeah, I feel like I'm being incredibly judgy, but like occasionally you do find good stuff in there. Not always, though. Yeah, and when you do find good stuff, it's usually in the dessert section. Yes, no, those little old ladies know how to make good desserts. Mm-hmm. That is their thing. That, uh, that, was my, that was my mama. If you went in her house any day of the week, you were going to have a minimum of two cakes and a pie, fresh. Mm. Yeah, their pies pies are also very good. Mm. See, that's I'm not real big on sweets, but baked good, homemade baked goods, oh, that, that's my Achilles heel. Yeah, I am not a sweets person either. Um, I am sad that we don't get a lot of savory pies. That is one thing I wish we would get more of. Oh, kind of like the um, like, like meat the one pies. they have in the UK. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. I those that would be so my jam because I'm just I, not a sweet person. I would be down for that too. Even though, strangely enough, I don't like chicken pot pie. It's fine. I don't mind it. I, mean, I had a bunch. I used to eat them a lot. Maybe it's because I burned out on them as a kid. I had too much chicken pot pie. I just don't care for them now. Hmm, that's fair. Uh, uh, we yeah. only started eating chicken pot pies like a couple years ago. Now, you know what I do love, though? It's a good shepherd's pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Talk about some savoriness, but we're going to go on all night. So, yeah. Um, any oh. final thoughts on food or cooking? So, well, all I will, I'll, for my final thought, all I'm going to leave is I pretty much everything I cook or grill gets onion powder and garlic powder that Please be some, careful putting onion powder on a grill that and, it. that and fresh ground pepper is pretty much all the seasoning you need Ugh. in my humble opinion Ugh. on steak get some chili please get some i can recommend <laughs> chili things even <laughs> just lao gao mao please okay all right any uh, final thoughts crispy uh mind the spicy twicies <laughs> all right goodbye everybody interesting the entire time it sounded like they were larping as escape mental patients <laughs>